You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, I don't have a whole lot of retail experience, but I do hold a lot of grudges, so I figure that kind of also applies to it in a certain way. If holding grudges was a profession, you would do very well. I would be amazing at it. And that's one of the things. Like, the thing is, you need to have lists in life. It's very important. You keep lists, you know, lists for all kinds of different things, not only for yourself, but categories you put people into, because that's the only way to interact with the world. You you have to categorize people. Yeah, you have to. Isn't that that how everybody (laughs) operates? I don't know. That's how I just assume it is. I mean, I, I assume I'm on somebody's list. I hope it's on a good one, but I can't guarantee that. It's not my job. Well, you're going to be – you just want to be on more good lists than bad lists. Yeah. You're, going to be, you're always going to be on somebody's bad list. Oh, man. I hope not. All right. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network that available via podcast all over the Internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Of course, I said I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Sarah X. Dillon is not here. The voice you just heard was not Sarah, just so you're not confused about uh, if something has happened there. <laughs> this is true. This is true. I am, Sarah, not, I am not Sarah. Sarah also has a cold. Clearly, you can tell by her voice today that uh, she is suffering from that. No, Sarah is over at the coast this weekend or this, this day. She's here today, uh, over there today. I can't even speak anymore. I'm just going to say this. She's at the coast. That's, that's what's important. That was, that was the part I was trying to get to, trying to explain. Uh, joining me here in studio is Mr. Tristan Mayer. Well, hello. Hello. From the Fun Employment Radio Network, of course, on Rip City Bad Boys. Indeed. Yes. And uh, he is coming in here to, to, help, uh, to help fill the gap that Sarah has left. That sounds weird. Yeah, I'm just going to change. <laughs> I'm going I'm to just say this right now. I'm still dealing with that cold, and I feel yeah. like yeah. it's really foggy. I, I still don't understand everything that's going on around me. I'm easily distracted. And I'm trying to focus just on one thing right now and not screw up the sound for the show or anything else. Yeah. You, so, you're going back into a primitive mind. Where it just, kind of is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I'm resorting back to like survival mode, which I think is what brings me to, my, to my, the list thing. Like I was thinking about this today, you know, because you were coming in and I wanted to ask you about, about your job and the stuff you do. And, you know, I'm always looking for extra like side gigs and side jobs. Fun Employment Radio being the number one job that I have. But – you know, there are some side things that we can always do. So that's, that's always fun. And with that, I think that, um, you know, p- part of it is I, I was like, okay, maybe retail would be one thing I could work on. Maybe there's, there's some different things that I could, I could maybe be a part of. But I think lists are, uh, are really, really where my forte is. Like I, I so think, you, want to, you want to make lists. Yeah, I think lists, I, I put things into categories really like, easily. How many, so this how is many how my lists brain do you works. have? Because I'm sick, you guys are getting a real inside look at how my brain works, which is probably bad, and I shouldn't be allowing this to happen. But my filter's just gone. It's, so this, just this gonna, is what's happening in your brain anyway. This is what happens in my brain all the time. Got so it. I'm revealing some more about Got myself it. here. Yes, I put things into lists. It makes things easier for me, and especially people. Like some of my previous jobs where I've, I've worked, um, you know, and I dealt with customers and things like that. It's not necessarily retail, but kind of in those, in those aspects Yes, where I've dealt with different people. And there are always the people that who have, um, in my mind, you know, wronged me in some way and they go in a category, they go in a certain list. Now the list is not, you know, a dangerous list. It's not like something that I'm going to hurt them. But what I'm saying is. (laughs) 
what I'm saying is the list is there for people where if at some point in my life, if I ever have the chance where I have power to like make something not fun for them as far as like you know take away a job or something like that, the list is there. Well, and this goes back to why you want to be a leader of a cult. Is it really that, is. That way you, you would then have that power. I would have the power to do that just to right the wrongs. Okay. To right the wrongs that have happened. Okay. And so when I put things on the list, you know, it's, it's all a mental list. I don't have it physical because can't ever have someone find that because it would look bad. So the, in this list, you know, there's, there's honestly, there's about... I would say there's probably four to five people that are on the list, like the the, the list where I would uh, that that hold the hold the grudge the most list. You know, there's the old yeah. roommate that, and that's being noted in the live chat. So the, there's there's an old roommate who the guy who stole from me. He's on the list. He's definitely on the well, list. Well, yes. There is um, maybe I shouldn't name the people that are on the list. Actually, it's probably not a good thing. <laughs> well, are any of them in the chat right now that you can no. point out specifically? No, no, no. They're all very terrible people. Uh, there's a guy in Alabama who's on the list. He's he's from a previous job where I put him in there. Uh, yeah, he was he's he was a bad customer. Do, do you bad have customer. do you have a top three on your list? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, oh, I do. Okay. Yeah, the top three. Could, yeah. <laughs> could you? Could you clue uh, us into a top three? I will say it's no. Or, or just tell us what they did to be put on said list. Well, see, that's it's one of them's very personal. There's there's a <laughs> there's a there's a personal aspect where if you're a longtime listener of this show, you can probably mm. guess uh, that's that's on the list. Got it. Um, kind of a group on the list <laughs> there. Uh, there is the woman who was in charge of the apartment complex when my apartment burned down. Okay, yeah, she's on the list. So, so I had an apartment fire. This was this was a long time ago. Now this is like two thousand one, and uh, my apartment burned down through no fault of my own. It was a baseboard heater that malfunctioned and just kept on heating up until it essentially set my apartment on fire. And when I got back from work, I, I showed up at the apartment complex, and the fire department was clearing out the remnants of all of my stuff, like literally shoving it out onto the side of the road, yeah. like just the burnt remnants of my life. Kind of, kind of like uh, the the. Uh the beginning of uh, Fight Club, where you just go yeah. home and like, there's all of your stuff burned, like yep. on the side. Yep, yep. And firefighters just like throwing stuff in the like, dumpster. That, that was the only coffee table I'd ever have to buy. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh wow, well, yeah. there was the uh, you know uh, the melted pieces of my bike and all of my personal things. So all of that was out there. And this woman who was in charge of the apartment complex when I when I got home and I'm standing there looking at this, you know, just kind of it was really surreal. She walks up to me and she goes, hi, so just so you know, we can put you on a payment plan to pay us back for everything. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm like, what? And uh, yeah, she was saying, yeah, I mean, because you're going to have to pay us for everything that's happened here. And she didn't, she, there was no f- report on anything yet. There was no. Well, if, if you're going to be a bitch about it, uh, I mean, maybe just do it right up front. Maybe like you're yeah. getting all this shit at once. You might as well just throw that one on top of it, right. you know, rather than you take your time to process. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, by the way, yeah, all of your worldly possessions, uh, those are all gone. And also you have to pay for what those were in yeah. before anyway. Yep. That's what she That's pretty much what she implied. Yeah. Right at the actually not even implied. That's what she said. Well, yeah. Do you, do you think that there's a uh, there's an opportune time to do that? Well, I don't – maybe not right then. Um, you know, it ended up going through attorneys and all kinds of stuff. But she uh, she was definitely on the list. It was, I think the reason that she got on the list is the way she smiled when she was telling me this. Oh, yeah. And when I asked her what and she just kind of smiled, she's like, yeah, well, no, she, we can get she, you on a payment plan. She was comforting you by letting you know about the payment plan. <laughs> 
because she thought that you were just upset because you had to pay for all that right then and there. Oh, and she was trying to help me out. Yeah. So really, she I was trying to be, be your friend. Oh, what a lovely woman. No, she was a terrible <laughs> woman. She was an awful, awful woman. Yeah, she sounds like a terrible person. Um, yeah, it's Edwards in the chat saying, I bet she had insurance along with wanting your money. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, they have to have insurance oh, in yeah. the building. But she knew that they, when that fire happened, actually, they spent, it because I didn't have any place to live. I didn't even have any clothes at that point because everything I owned was gone. And they spent the next probably six months sending me different bills in the mail to where I had to, or I was staying at a friend's house. Um, they'd send me a bill for like eighty thousand dollars, and then they'd send me a bill for twenty grand, and then they'd send me a bill for one hundred and twenty grand, just expecting me to be scared and just like start paying them money. Yeah. And, <laughs> All right. Write a check for one hundred and twenty right. grand. Yeah. Clearly, I live in an apartment in Southeast Portland. I've got one hundred and twenty extra grand for you. Yeah, yeah. No problem. And and they kept trying to do this just to scare me into into paying them money. And well, no, I, the point of like renter's insurance is to have your shit covered. Here's the problem with that, though. I had canceled my renter's insurance a few months before the fire. Well. Because I was like, why should I pay 10 extra dollars a month? <laughs> I will never need it. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah. So exactly. Always have renter's insurance. That's the lesson for everybody out there. Always keep the renter's insurance. It is. It's. It comes in handy sometimes when you least expect it. But, yeah, that, that was the entire thing. So she, she was on the list because of that. Yeah, so okay, that, 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 that makes sense. That makes can, sense. You know. But, yeah, uh, they have insurance on the building uh-huh. to cover all the structural damage and everything anyway. Yep. So I don't know why. Well, I guess she was just trying to see what she can get out of you. Or the, she was just trying to get more money. Or at least the company was, yeah, was just trying to get out. Because mm-hmm. say, uh, you know, with their baseboard heaters, uh, say another fire happened and somebody was asleep in the building and they were to be no more after the fire. Right. They, they can't just go after those people and be like, or their family, and be right. like, oh, by the way, I know this yeah. is your loved one, but now we want everything. We do have a payment plan for you to pay for <laughs> yeah. for yeah. what they just did in there. Yeah, it's uh, on of note to just to fill in some of the gaps on the apartment thing. No other apartment was damaged. It was just all my stuff. Even the apartment above was structurally sound, so they didn't have to move. They were the ones that called the fire department. Um, but yeah, it was a huge thing. I ended. I did end up having to pay them money. I had to pay them five grand because it would have been more expensive to go through my attorney because he's like, you might not get uh, attorney costs back and it'll probably cost you about 10000 He's like, no jury in the world will ever go against you in this, but yeah. will be, ever be in favor of the uh, apartment complex, but it's still going to cost you more money rather than just giving them five grand to go away. So right. that's what I had to do. Well, sometimes you got to do that. Yeah. Well, anyway, she's on the it, list. Well, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. See, so, so it's, it's for good reason. It's for good reason. Yeah. But that's, that's I think, that's how I, that's how I categorize it. And I was thinking about this, you know, with, with there's that one, but then, you know, the retail side of it. Because I know you work in retail, and you probably deal with all kinds of different customers. Yeah. And different kinds of people. I, I spent a good uh, over 10 years working retail. Yeah. Uh, there's always, it's never pleasant. Like, isn't it easier just to put people into a list or a category? Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, as soon as like, they, oh, oh yeah. you're that type of person. Yeah. Here, now I know how to deal yeah, with you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like like now I work in I work in catering, but like uh, so there's always like one person that is our contact that hires us to come out, and we know that they're going to be stressed about everything because usually it's like a big event or uh-huh. something like that. But uh, but we take care of everything on our end, and like we 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 will be, get there, we will show up. We just need to know where to plug in and where to we can like wash our hands beforehand, right? Uh, and we take care of everything. But there are the people that are just. They're kind of scatterbrained or they're just nervous just to be nervous about things. <laughs> and there's no making those people happy until after the event's all over. Okay, yeah. But it, 
yeah, I could definitely tell those people when I first get there. It's like but, you're one of those ones. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay. Calm and then down. you know how to handle them. Yeah. Then I'm yeah, just be like, it's gonna be fine. <laughs> Calm down. Don't gotta worry about anything. But in in retail, it's just every customer that comes through the door. Yeah, you have like four categories for everybody. Yeah. And very uh, very unlikely that it's gonna be the the one category that you like. The right. People that are just gonna be nice, that they're just be like, No, I know what I want, go get it, go pay for it and leave. Yeah. Yeah. That's few and far between. Yeah, because you get you get all the different kinds, like the ones that ask too many questions, I would think. Yes. The ones that try to steal or something like that. Like like what were the categories when you were in retail? Like what were the main types of customers? Well, uh in the area that I was at, uh which and I don't know, we we don't have to go into details about where you worked, but Well, it, it was in the Gateway District. Okay. And of Portland. Uh, of Portland. Okay. Uh and so, yeah, you'd have a lot of people that uh, – a certain group of people that we knew that lived in the area that would try and rip us off. So they just go in and try to steal something. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then you also had the people that just came off the max that looked like drug addicts that probably were that would also try and rip us off. Okay. So those – you definitely knew – uh, but I mean, all you could really do work in retail. You know, all you could do is just customer service them to death. Uh-huh. Just not leave them alone. Can I help you? Can yeah. I help you? Can I help yeah, you? Yeah. What do you need? What do you Wait, need? Wait, is right that there? what that means when people like yep. are obsessively asking me yes. if they can help me? They think I'm going to steal something. If you're in a store and somebody asks you if you need help and and you say no, you're fine. And, but they still work in that aisle, like they they're uh, they're checking on something or they're getting something down or they're replacing the price uh, tag on something. Yeah. No, they they are suspicious of you. Really? Yeah. I never thought about that. Now I'm going to pay attention constantly to that. And if more people end up, uh, you know, coming down that aisle, like if two employees start talking down that aisle and they don't like leave to go chat like on a different aisle, uh-huh. uh huh. Yeah, they're they're standing by you, hoping that they think that you already took something. They're hoping that you just ditch it right then. Wow. Well, okay. So what happens if you like ditch it right then? Are they still going to go after you? Or are they no, no, nobody goes after you. In- really? Unless, well, in- in- unless you're in a place like, uh. Like a bigger, the big box stores. Uh huh. Then, yeah, you'll like have say somebody. like a Target or something like that. Yeah, because Target has a better crime lab than most uh, small cities. They have a city. crime lab. Uh, pr- pretty much. Wow. Pretty much, but uh, in most smaller retail places, no, they're they're you you were specifically told not to go after somebody. Okay. Why? Just because it's dangerous or liability things? Because okay. if you go after somebody, you are responsible. And you're wrong. Well, it, not even if you're wrong, but if if you do try and apprehend them or keep them uh, until like you call the police and everything, uh-huh. then you are responsible for them. If anything happens to them, oh, it's on you. So you've detained them, and yeah. now you're responsible for their safety. Yeah. And their oh yeah, no way. I no, no, that's that's why. Like in most of the places I worked, like, like take in, whatever it is. But. Yeah, most places I worked, you know, nothing was that expensive. So it's just like okay, they they. Took something, they took something. Right. Just write just it off. Count that as a loss. Yeah. It it happens. It happens. Huh. See, I didn't know that whole that whole game though, that that's what they're doing if they're asking you for help over and over. Oh yeah. That they're suspicious. The more of you. customer service you get, the more suspicious they are of you. Wow. What are some other tricks that people would do? Like, is there anything else that, that I should know oh. about now? Now that I know that, I feel like my eyes are open. <laughs> now I'm going to be really offended if somebody asks me for help. Like, no, I'm fine. What do you think I've done? <laughs> oh, yeah, that'll get them to leave you alone right then and there. <laughs> Nothing suspicious about that. <laughs> I told you I'm okay. I didn't take anything. <laughs> no, uh, 
No, I've had people pull, try and pull some uh, some stuff on me that I was actually impressed with, because because uh, uh, you know one of the the families that would come in, uh, they would take everything that you had on the shelf of one item, uh-huh. and they wave you down. They were like, "Come here, come here, come here." I I need I need like uh like all of these that you have in stock. I, I think you see I see some up there in overstock. I need some of that. Like I I don't know if you can give an example of what kind of item, but like uh, just like a generic item that somebody would want all yeah. of it. Like yeah oh yeah okay. yeah it'll happen okay it'll happen. Uh, and so when you are you know you go to grab a ladder or something getting getting that out of overstock or go to the back to go to uh, get it out of back stock their kids would be an aisle or two over just loading taking, up just taking shit wow so it's a whole family operation oh yeah oh yeah damn there was also one time that uh that somebody called me uh cuz I was a manager there and uh, somebody called me saying that uh, I just left your store, um, I, and I was giving uh, somebody else's bag in addition to mine. There's all this stuff that I, I didn't pay for, uh, but I'm just letting you know that I have it. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to uh, something right now, so I can't, but I'll bring it back in later. I'll bring it back in tomorrow. And you're like, okay. That's okay. That's unfortunate that my cashier did that, but you know, whatever. Why would the cashier give somebody a bag of stuff that's it, not theirs? Things just happen. Okay. But- then, like an hour later, you have somebody that comes into the store saying that they did not get a bag of their stuff, <laughs> and you were like, "Oh yeah, I just talked to who that was. Uh-huh. You know, uh, and they're, they're bringing it back uh, this afternoon. They're like, well, I need it for the party tonight.' Oh wow! And, uh, and you know, and you're and you're like, okay. Um, I remember specifically one time this happening to me. And I was like, okay, well, go ahead and start grabbing what uh, what you had, what you were missing, and I'll get things going up here at the register. So uh, they started uh, grabbing some stuff, like more than a bag's worth of stuff, just right. like, start loading up on the counter. Loading up a car. And, well, and I was like, do you, do you have the receipt? And they were like, no, no, I think it was in that bag that I didn't <laughs> get, which it was company policy to like physically hand the receipt to the So customer. you know that's so, not yeah, the case. Yeah, so I'm like, that's probably not true. And so I start to, uh, you know, I take one or two of the items that they have while they're back loading up, and I look up on the back computer. And I'm like, oh, we haven't sold any of those in like a month. So you know, then I just come out there and be like, we haven't sold any of these. Uh, and then they're like, well, no, that's that's what I had in my bag. I'm like, no, like this pile of stuff, we haven't sold any in at least the last week. And uh, and so then they start throwing fit. I'm like, unless you have the receipt, uh, I can't do anything. You're gonna have to leave. And then they leave. Really? They just give up after that? Or? Well, they know that they're caught on. That There's nothing busted. else that they can really do. But wow. then I went to a different store the following year, and somebody tried pulling the exact same thing. So it's a whole sorry, it's a whole racket. Then that's what they. Oh do. yeah, yeah. Wow. And as soon as like I got the call from somebody saying that yeah they they had gotten a bag of somebody else's stuff but they couldn't bring it in that day, and then I'm like, I told the other managers like just wait, <laughs> somebody's going to be coming in. And they're gonna they're gonna say they need that stuff for that night, and sure enough, the same thing happened. And uh, you just bust them right. Yeah. There. Then I was just like, no, not happening. Go. And yeah. They left. But wow. I mean, again, like there's nothing that we can do. Yeah. You know, it was just like, please, please don't do that again. That's way more elaborate than I thought. I, I guess I've never thought of. No. After that happened, I was like, I wow. don't scheme too much, so I yeah. don't know. I was like, I'm, I'm actually impressed by that. Yeah. Huh. So that kind of stuff. That kind of stuff goes on. All right. 
And if they're asking for too much customer service, then obviously they yeah. think you're stealing. Yeah. Uh, and some of my worst times in retail were I had a lot of issues with employees. Yeah. Mainly more so in Vegas than 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 here. I I used to live in Vegas. Like, uh, yeah, and you were a manager down there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually because I ran my own store down there, and I was 24, I think at that point. And then trying to hi- hire assistant managers, most of whom, when they were coming in to apply, were older than me. Oh, right. They don't want to work for some. They don't want to work for a guy that's yeah, like 24 no, years old. No respect going on there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, I know what I'm doing. Uh, I just need somebody. Like, I hired one guy uh, to be my assistant manager. I was like, okay, come in tomorrow. We're going to get this going. Because it was a temporary store that I was I was running. It was only going to be open for, like, three months. It's like a seasonal. Yeah. Yeah, it was, okay. a, like, it was a seasonal Halloween store. Okay. And, uh, and so he didn't come in the next day. And I kept trying to call him and trying to call him. And, you know, nothing happened. And... I was like, all right. So I moved on to something else. I, you know, hi- had to hire other people because right. you know this is a time. So thing. the guy just didn't show up. Mm-mm. Then about is that a, common? About a month and a half later. Uh, well, it was kind of eh. in Vegas. People, everybody wanted a job, but nobody wanted to work. Okay. Uh, and um, and so about a, six weeks later, uh, he comes in, and he's like, oh, uh. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, uh, when I was coming in that day, uh, my car exploded, and I was in the hospital for the last six weeks. What? And it turns out it was true. Really? Yeah, he really was in the hospital yeah. for six weeks? Yeah. And I was like, okay. And he's like, I still would like to work uh, with the remaining time that, that's here. I'm like, yeah. Um, uh, that's Yeah, okay, sure. Because at that point, I had already hired and fired other managers uh-huh. at that point. <laughs> so you've gone through a bunch of them? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. And so uh, and so I was like, sure. Uh, just fill out this paperwork. Uh, I just need to run a quick background check. Um, our corporate does. Uh, and then, yeah, then I'll just have you start because we're really busy, so I need you. And then, of course, doesn't pass a background check, so I couldn't hire him at all. What was the uh, well? I, I, I don't know because yeah, I, I couldn't hear it because it goes through somewhere yeah. else, and they were just like, "Nope, can't hire him." I'm like, "Seriously, <laughs> God his damn car it. exploded?" Yeah, apparently that's like the ultimate excuse ever. I guess. Yeah, I had a, I had another employee who he was one of the first guys I hired, uh, kind of homeless and a little slow, but uh, <laughs> but, he, but he was a great Is that guy on his resume, like homeless and a little <laughs> yeah, slow. Might as but. well have been. <laughs> Uh, but he was a great guy. He's one of my best workers because you know we started getting a whole bunch of shipments in. He always showed up early and everything. And I know he, I knew he was struggling. So I was like, one day uh, we were getting a big shipment in. I uh, told him to get there early, and I went to go to like McDonald's to get breakfast for the both of us. And I came back, and he wasn't there. And then all day long, like he never showed back up. And I, I, I was like. What the hell? Yeah, yeah what the you're hell? giving him what's a chance. Go- what's and- going on? Because, yeah. you know, he'd already worked there for like a week or two, I think, at this point. Uh, uh, huge Neil Young fan. Huge <laughs> Neil Young fan for some reason. Okay. Uh, he he sung Neil Young at uh, the auditions for uh, uh, American Idol? Yes. Really? Yeah. Was he on television for yeah. that? Yeah. Oh. Uh, I want to look back through and see if I can find him. <laughs> yeah, I never, I never actually looked it up, but, uh, but he was like, yeah. And then, uh, so yeah, he didn't come in that day. Uh, he didn't come back in at all, and then about yeah, like another week or two later, I guess his f- dad 
came in, uh, who like his estranged dad. Okay, this uh, just gets weirder. It and was. Weirder. Uh, it turns out that he was living in a derelict house that was like two blocks away, and somebody called the cops on him, and he came out, and the cops decided to shoot him. Oh Jesus! But he, not dead. Okay. Not not the dead. Wow. But yeah, because the, the only thing that he owned was a cell phone, and they mistook his cell phone in his hand for a gun. Oh my and, god! And shot him. And yeah, so this, this this was like yeah, three months. Wow, this guy's like trying out. to work really hard and like no, he was amazing. Way, yeah. He was amazing. He's the best worker that I had. Yeah, for he, a couple because he wanted it because he needed it exactly. Damn, and they shot him. Like they, they they shot him, but not not the dead. Not so. not fatally. Okay, not not uh, not fatally. But Jesus. No, the the three months that I was running that that store, uh, or the three or four months that I was running that store, uh, it was just one thing or another. It aged me like five years, yeah, just in that time. Like one day I got to work early because I had to open the store, and uh, I unlock it. I go inside, and there's this huge puddle, uh, this huge creamy puddle. Oh, <laughs> no! But I'm talking like it's like. 15 feet wide. Okay. Uh, and I'm like, what the hell is this? It's leaking into my store. And the wall that I was sharing with, uh, it was a Rite Aid. That's where their freezers were. Oh. And they shut off in the middle of the night. So my store started being flooded with ice cream. Oh. I'm like, can anything go right? Which it didn't. I think the moral of the story is don't manage anything in Vegas. That sounds. No, don't do anything. Don't go to, go to Vegas no more than three days. Wow. I mean, I don't have a whole lot of experience. I like the different jobs that I've had have usually been like sales oriented or or stuff like that. So I've I've had employees, but really when I was like 17, that's when I had the most employees under me uh, at one one given time. And it was when I worked at the country club, which was uh there was there was a country I, I we weren't members of the country club or anything. <laughs> I worked at the country club. I worked at a country club. Yeah, I applied and got a job there. It was just kind of random. And so I'm I've talked about this before on the show where I, I managed the snack bar by the pool for anybody who knows. And it was basically like a mini restaurant. But I could hire some of my own employees, which was great. Did you hire hot chicks? No, well, there was one I tried to get to come back because I worked there for the first year. I wasn't the manager. And then the second year I was the manager and they thought I was 18. They didn't know how young I was. Mm. So I was 17 working there, working like 80 hours a week, which is completely illegal. Right. You can't do that. But they didn't know. They didn't pay that much attention to the records. They're like, oh, you worked here last year. You must be old enough. Sure, you're in charge now. All this, right. the, it, it's a job that no, nobody else wants to do. Nobody so wants like, to. Yeah, yeah, but they gave me like hiring and firing power and all that stuff to an extent. And then on top of that, though, what they would do is they'd make me take in employees' kids that oh, they had to give yeah. them a job somewhere. It's like, well, you know – or their parents were part of the country club? Uh, I didn't get those ones so much because okay. those kids, those were rich kids. Those were our customers. Were those oh, little yeah. snots. Those little shits. Oh, God, I hated that. I still remember this little kid, Evan. God, what a little fucker he is. He's probably like 30-something now too, but he, oh, I hated that kid. Um, is he on your list? Evan's not on the list because uh, I – I may or may not have dropped a burger and then still served it to him. <laughs> it's past statute limitations. <laughs> so it was on the list, but you quickly. I solved it that off. list. Yeah, yeah, I felt okay after that. Yeah, and but th- so they would they would uh, have like different employees, like higher up employees, but they'd have these these fuck up kids that I would have to take as employees. So like, well, yeah. we need to give uh, Joan's daughter a job, so she's gonna start working out here. Yeah. 
I'm like, all right. And then there was there was this girl that showed up, and it was her. And then I had to hire her friend too, which sucked. And they were they were 15 years old, so they were really young to be working out there. Right. Although they all assumed I was much older than I was. And so so they started they started working there. They were terrible employees. They couldn't understand anything. Like they're, they're just these 50 it was this 15-year-old goth girl who didn't want to be there but her mom was making her get a job cuz clearly she'd been in trouble. So it's like, "Ah, oh, well, here. I can get you a job. You yeah. work out there. Work under me." And she, you know, she would show up late all the time and she told me one time when she showed up, she's like, "Yeah, I'm totally on acid right now." And she had taken acid <sighs> before coming in, working in a in a restaurant, serving yeah. food to people. And there's there's really was jack shit I could do about it. Like I could technically fire her, but then they just fire me. It'd be like, well, why'd you get rid of her? That's that's Joan's daughter. You can't do that. Well, because Joan's like, daughter, she's on fucking on acid. acid. Yeah. yeah. So no, they. It was pretty much. I just had to deal with it. So I would just. I'd schedule her, but then I would just have to schedule an extra extra person because I'm like, well, she's not going to do shit. Uh, at least I can just keep her out of the way. I'm like, ah, walk around and pick up stuff. Just stay out of here, please. <laughs> yeah. Going to get me in trouble. And then her friend don't ruin this for me. Yeah, and then I had to hire her friend too, and her friend was even worse. And her friend um, just stopped showing up one day, and it turned out like just didn't show up for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. And it turns out she had gotten herself pregnant, and, which is I found this she all got out herself from her friend. Pregnant? She got herself pregnant somehow. Uh, somebody got her pregnant, and and her her friend who worked there who was the employee's daughter was like uh yeah we'll call this other girl amber or something she's like um amber really wants to come back to work and she feels real bad about that i mean she's pregnant she's not pregnant now and she i'm like whoa 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 more than i need to know and also i'm like i'm sorry but amber hasn't i haven't heard from amber in 2 weeks i had her scheduled right she just didn't show up i'm like no I'm not going to do that. And they tried to go up the chain, but finally that one they agreed to. I was like, okay, that's fine. I can, I can fire that one. But I could, still couldn't fire the other girl, the other yeah. girl on acid. It was, it was just – it was a frustrating uh, experience. And that was only one tiny little place. So I can only imagine managing that many employees. It's always a pain in the ass. I don't know why it is with people. Just like do your job. Uh, everybody's very confused about she got herself pregnant thing in the live chat. Uh, somebody knocked her up. I do understand how the birds and the bees work. I get it. I don't know who the uh, other half of the party was, but yes, supposedly she was pregnant, and then and then she magically wasn't pregnant anymore. So we'll leave that to uh, nature working its course. Um, yeah, it was it was quite the thing. So the reason though, I was I was bringing a bunch of this stuff up. You know, we we're talking about how the side jobs, and there are, you know, I have. I have actually plenty of jobs going right now, but I'm always looking for extra stuff to do. And there's a few jobs that came up on uh, Craigslist that I kind of wanted to run by you since you have been a manager of people. Indeed. You know you know how this works. I wanted to present a couple of jobs to you and see see if you think I would be fit for these jobs. Uh, like in general or now with your fever brain? With my fever uh, – either way because I do have a fever brain okay. going on right now. All right. I cannot shake this fucking cold. So uh, once again, I'm revealing way too much about myself. So <laughs> – all right, here's one of the first jobs. Okay. Now this one, you've seen me camping. I yes. think I think maybe maybe this would be it. Here it is. It says, "Are you a mountain man?" Unscripted TV network series cast calling. Casting call, excuse me. So it's a casting call for a mountain man. For a mountain man? And here's what it is. Award-winning production company is currently seeking charismatic individuals with dynamic personalities who would call themselves mountain men to be considered for an unscripted series in development with a major television network. They're looking for for the for a survival guy. 
I, I would say that you could do that, uh, mm-hmm. and then I would also send Nate out there, and ah, damn it. Nate would Nate would totally get that. Nate would completely be the guy. Nate, ah, damn it, yeah, Nate. You'd would show up, and then he'd already be there. He'd be like, "I've been living here for like three weeks." He probably would be. Yeah, damn it, yeah, Nate would totally be that guy because a, a he's got he does have the beard. Um, and it's being noted that I don't have a beard right now. That's because of another side job. How can you survive clean. without a beard? Ah, they want me clean shaven. So yeah, I know. I guess I would have to grow the beard. Somebody then, says mountain men. You know what they think? A goddamn beard. They, see, but maybe I'd like throw off the uh, perception. You know, not all mountain men have beards. No, we were just talking about categorizing yeah, people yeah, and putting it. them on lists. You are. Yeah, we were. We were talking about that. Uh, yeah, I guess if you're going to categorize someone, you need it. You need a, as a mountain man. You got to have a beard. You got to have a beard. You got to smell a little bad. I could probably manage that part. <laughs> and then, it, it, but but you do need a beard. I do need a beard. Yeah. All right, fine. Or so maybe if I you brought like headshots of you like with a beard, and it could be. Well, like, I, have, I have had a beard in my life, then so it'd be I like, see, that. That this is this is what you are in store for, and it's a glorious beard. Okay, yeah. If they pay me enough, I would totally be willing to do that. I'd go insane though if it was just me out in the woods, like with those filming companies where you're not supposed to talk to the cameraman or anything like that. Okay, so they they are just looking for a mountain man. They, there's no other details. Uh, it, no, they said, uh, do you know someone who often goes out into the wilderness either alone or with a small group of friends to rough it for days at a time and then come back alone? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't <laughs> doesn't specify that. Oh, I go out here all the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. A lot of my problems are buried out here in the woods. <laughs> Then they said, uh, do you own a cabin in the backcountry and only come to town occasionally for supplies? Well, I don't have that. And then do you know someone who has a unique living situation off the grid and within the Pacific Northwest? So, But uh, the first one, I mean, I go camping. I go out in the wilderness. Yeah. I think maybe I could do that. But no, you're, you're saying without the beard, it's not going to happen. No, no, you need, you need a beard because uh, otherwise you're not living off the grid right now. Okay. Uh, no, I'm not. And yeah, you don't have like a you don't have a cabin out somewhere. No. So no, I don't know. No, I don't have that. So you need a you need a beard. I need a beard. Yeah, all right. Well, I could grow one out. We'll see. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's I mean, an it's idea. A str- it's a strong maybe. It's an idea. It's a strong maybe. I do have maybe. aspirations of a cult. So I mean, you know, I no. think that would kind of work with a survivalist mountain man. It's a possibility. Yes, you should just start a cult, and maybe that's for a cult. Oh. Okay, this could, this is a, this is a possibility here. That might work out. All right. Well, here's the other. Here's here's one of the other ones. We'll go along with the survival thing, and then I, and then I've got a final one after that. But all right, here's this one. This is just a like a p- quick part time job. Promoter at a gun show. Now I'll tell you what. If anybody can promote something, I can do that. I can stand up in front of people and promote it. And that is true. And there, if it's promoting firearms, that's fine. I could totally promote. I don't know nothing about firearms, but I feel like I could do that job. Like, all you got to do is stand up and yell about guns, right? Yell yeah. about guns in the government. Yeah. And be like, you need to buy more guns. Guns, 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 guns. Come on down. Yeah, and talk about how the, how there's only so much time before Obama's just going to take away everybody's guns. Oh, yeah. Blame Obama for things. Yeah. I mean, I feel like this would be an easy job. But blame Obama. Um, bring that up a lot. Um, bring up religion. And, the, and I'm not ripping on anybody with guns. Like, I like to shoot guns, too. But I'm saying a gun show, usually that's a particular audience. Uh, and then, uh, and then, yeah, talk about a shortage of ammunition. Yeah. That would be good. Like, buy the ammo now. Buy, buy, buy. Yeah. This is all just to get people to buy stuff, and usually I would think those things would work. 
I, I I think that's a strong one for you. Uh-huh. I think you could definitely you could definitely do that. I could get into character for that easy. Oh yeah, no problem. Oh man, all, all you need to do is yeah, you you already got the Obama and and uh, the damn liberals taking away your guns. Yeah, you got to say that. Uh, then all you need to do is throw out a couple like actual gun things. Uh-huh. I, I'm not a gun guy. Otherwise, yeah. I, I would actually be again. Able to I, say something. I like shooting guns, but, like, but I I, I yeah. don't know anything about them. Yeah. Uh, candidate will be animated, vivacious, and canon will get noticed. I could be wait, vivacious, <laughs> vivacious. I don't know about that. Wait, are they looking for a woman? To looking sell for, is this what they're looking for? <laughs> Let me click on this. You almost had this. You almost. You were almost there. Ah, shit! It's a picture of like a woman in a little like gun cowboy outfit. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Son of a bitch. Ah. That's probably actually the thing that's most perfect for you, except for you're you're not vivacious. I'm not vivacious, that's for sure. That is not something that would go in my resume. Damn it! All right. So. Okay. Now here's what you do: is you find a hot chick that uh, can just pose with the gun uh-huh. while you're behind her, spouting out all this shit. Oh, going. Just, I see someone up there. Yeah, yeah, looking pretty. Yeah. And then I'll say the I'll say the she words. can and will get noticed. You'll just be heard. Okay. Hmm. All right. But see that then that's a dual thing. And then do I have to cut cut her in on the pay? Well, that's I just convince somebody you and her. I'll just convince her. Yeah, it's good exposure. That's fine. Yeah. yeah see, you look at that. Your your little modeling career. It's yeah. Exposure. Yeah. Put I'll take on, all the money. Put but. that on your resume. It's yeah. experience. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's noticing you. Yeah. Okay. That's not gonna work. All right. Final one is this, and this is a job I've never actually considered before until I thought about it in one aspect. So. For one, I don't know how legit this this website is. It just says, in all capitals, this is on Craigslist, mind you, fun career gig, open top pay and benefits. Well, if it's all in capitals. That's- all in capitals. And it says, all in one sentence. This is one sentence, so I'm just going to read it as, as best I can in one run-on sentence. Exciting jobs just became available. Amazing salary and benefits. Let's make better dollars, fun, high paying. They are available. Earnings 19 per hour. Check out these opportunities. You know what? Let's all make better dollars. Better dollars. And then it's got a picture of a postal truck. And it doesn't have the actual link on here to click on. But over over the postal truck, it says, become a postal mail carrier, mail carrier www.jobspostal.com. So apparently this is the government applying. And what it is, I think it's just to be a postal carrier, which I was thinking about. You know, A postal carrier that makes better dollars. Makes better dollars. 19 per hour. Let's all make better dollars. And it's got a, again, not quite sure if this is actually run by the government. Postaljobslocator.com is where that goes to. Entry level positions. So essentially, though, the way that I'm looking at this is Mm. I would think, okay, uh, okay, John and Boring is saying, yeah, those are for rural postal routes, which are not government jobs. You are a subcontractor and you provide your own truck. Ooh. You know rural. I've got a truck. And on top of that, I think I could actually, I might be able to do this. I do know rural. And the thing is, really, when it's rural, you expect that the mail doesn't show up sometimes. On top of that. <laughs> you're lucky to get the mail. You're lucky if it, if it actually shows up. And on top of that, also, it's kind of like, it's kind of like legal peeping. It, it, well, it is. I mean, really, you're, you're allowed to go onto people's property. I, I One of the first, uh, or, yeah, it was out in... Outside of Dallas, in a rural area outside of Dallas, and I got lost. This is back before the age of smartphones, people. Oops. But um, yeah, then there was a, a mail carrier that had, you know, the the USPS 
logo on the side that was just kind of just uh-huh. put on there. Yeah. And they were delivering mail, and I was like, I was lost, and I was like, oh, hey, uh, how do I get back onto uh, this highway? They're like, I don't know. <laughs> I was just like, oh, and they they gave me a very weird look that only rural Texas could really give uh-huh. you. What you asking for? <laughs> Yeah, I was just like, what are you up to there, Yankee? Okay, I'll just keep going. Yeah. Huh. All right, so this this could actually be the one. This could be the thing. Because, I mean, I, I do know local. You know, I, I, I yeah. know rural. I know all of that. I mean, I grew up in a small town, and I know how things work in small towns. Like, I went back over um, over this last weekend for Easter. I went down. You know, I'm from small town Oregon, you out can, in the you country. Can, you can associate with them. Yeah, you I know how things work. To them. You know, it's funny. You probably like, are related to them. It's possible. You know, it's because it, with with that kind of stuff, I forget that most people don't know what it's like, like live g- growing up or, or being around like rural. Rural Oregon, even, for instance. Like, most people, at least in Portland, they assume that the rest of Oregon is just like Portland. It's just like this. It's not. No. It is not like Portland at all. And and people don't understand that. Like, you know, like in, in uh, near Independence, you know, when you're heading into Salem, like, one of the things that's just, like, a given is you drive by the shit pond. There's a shit pond. And that's just everybody knows what that is. It's e- bit, everybody knows what that is? Everybody knows what that is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it's on the main highway. And it's... <laughs> This, there's the shit Wait, pond. And can, I was thinking about can, this. Can, like, you, can you elaborate a little bit more on, on said shit pond? Yes. And I will tell this for anybody who drives Highway 22 heading, uh, heading. Is that the one where you go into into Salem and then cut across? Yep. And then you're heading to the coast, heading to Lincoln yeah. City. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the cutoff to go down to Monmouth Independence is right up there. And you go over a little bridge and you drive by the shit pond. And the uh, yeah, some people in the chat know what it is. So it's it's essentially it's where the dairy processes all of the cow the cow shit and so it's this giant pond where it turns it and it smells terrible for miles around I'm like oh yeah it looks like they're working over at the shit pond and then everybody just knows that like i don't even think about it <laughs> new shipment into the shit pond yeah there. no you just know it's like oh well we're coming up on it and then you plug your nose and put your shirt up and you drive on past and you hope it's only you know the wind isn't blowing right you get by two miles about two miles down you'll be okay so Okay, it's a that's, literal, that's it's what a, it is. It's a literal shit pond. It really is a shit pond. Yeah, it's literally a shit pond. <laughs> and that's just you just know what it is. Like that's how it that's how it is. And it's right by the highway. Uh, yeah, right by the highway. I don't think mm-hmm. I've ever actually noticed said shit pond. I've been down to, to Monmouth Independence. There are some days where the wind's <laughs> just right, and they processed it where it doesn't smell. But that's a very few and far between. That's 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 one of those things where if it doesn't smell, you notice that. You make a mental note and you'd be like, oh, wow, it's not – shit pond doesn't smell today. And that's oh. – yeah, I go, wow, I'm really making myself sound amazing. But, yeah, no, that's what it is. How it's, far away from said shit pond did you grow up? Uh, I grew up about 15 miles from it. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't have to smell that, but I mean it's it's in the general neck of the woods, as they say. You know, it's it's part of the part of the area. It's actually by Rick Real, I'll just say that. Well you have to go by it to go to the big city. You don't have to, but yeah, if you're going that way, yes. Yes. Okay. If you're going that way, you gotta go by it. Mm-hmm. There's other back roads you can take now, mind you. <laughs> well, because you know those back roads. I know the back roads. I don't know those back roads. This is why I think I could do I could do pretty good at this. Huh. All right. Well, this is a possibility for me. I'm just putting this out there. It's a possibility. I think of all of the jobs that we've listed here, I think that's the one I have the most likely, uh, the, the best chance at succeeding yeah, at. Yeah, and they're looking for that in, in the, the, the Oregon area? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, go yeah. for it. Looks like everywhere. 
So, yeah, people are very confused by this thing. In a compost, it's not a compost. It genuinely, literally is a pond. It, it is a pond. It's a pond. Now, I, on the, the Columbia River, I do uh, sail by what I lovingly refer to as the Camas shit pipe. Which, oh, is that where they dump the sewer into the? Yeah. yeah. No, this is different. This is like a pond just for that, just for processing that. Wow. And they, I had a buddy who used to have to go there for work to pick up, um, pick up fertilizer, and they they gave him all hats that just said manure mover. <laughs> they were the best hats ever. No the manure mover that. hat. Yeah, you wear that hat. <laughs> manure mover. Everyone's got to know what you are. You put that hat on. Oh, this is again where I feel like I've said too much. <laughs> all right, why don't we move on to something else? Let's let's do a little bit of ball talk here. See if I can't mess up the sound. Uh, all right. All right. Whew. Said way too much today. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right. It's just going to be a, a kind of a quick ball talk because I think we just need to kind of talk about the main thing that's happening right now, and that is what happened last night. And that is the conclusion of the insanity of the month before April, the March. Yeah, we'll just say it. The March Madness NCAA Division One Men's Basketball Tournament. And last night, Wisconsin... Lost to Duke. Duke, once again, is the champion of men's college basketball. The one year I don't pick Duke. I yeah. pick Duke by default. Every year? You pick them to win it? Yeah. And that's your one? Yeah. Because well, most of the time, time. I, yeah, I don't, I, I don't watch uh, college basketball until it gets to March Madness. So I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I just know how, they're, how they're, they just get, decided to be ranked. Yep. And that's so kind of how I usually too. when I fill out a bracket, I just I just like all right, Duke, Duke, Duke will be number one. Like twenty percent of the time, I'm right. Well, this was uh, one where you could have been. I could have been, been correct because you could have won all, everything. All you heard about leading up to this was goddamn Kentucky. Yep, and Wisconsin had beaten Kentucky, so now yes, yes indeed, Duke beat Wisconsin and did win the tournament. So Duke uh, celebrating that. Now I do have to go into this a little bit because. I've got I've got something for Duke that kind of shows how the rest of the world thinks about Duke. All right. Before we do that, though, of course, we did have the Fun Employment Radio Tournament of Champions. And uh, we had our own little thing here where people could, uh, of course, write in and put in their brackets. Now, I removed myself from consideration because I felt after the first couple of weeks, I felt that wasn't fair. So that's why my bracket's not in the championship here. That's why it hasn't no, won. I'm, I'm looking at yours. Out of the how many how many people? There were about 100 people. About 100 people. All right. Well, uh, you ended up number 40. Top half percentile. But I, I again, though, I kind of took myself out of it because I wanted. I didn't want to win. That would be unfair if I won our own tournament. What it just it? looked bad. What it? It'd be a bad look on my part. So that's why is I did that, that what looks bad? Yep. That's why it was. Yep. Huh. So we did have a winner, and the winner was Corey. Corey, who had the bracket by the name of Dumpster Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Dumpster Shoes won it with a total number of points of 139. He did pick Duke to win the tournament, and uh, Corey is the champion. Corey has won. Fun Employment Radio Tournament Champions because I took myself out of the way. He has uh, 45 correct picks. That's, that's, yeah, it's pretty, that's pretty good. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, he's, he, did, he did a pretty good job. So Corey won. Coming in second was Give Him Hell Duke, who was a Duke fan, obviously. 
And Derek's Delicious Bracket was number three. So those were those were the top three. Uh, rounding it out, Clueless J4 was number four. And, wow, that's kind of, kind of ironic how that happened. Clueless J4 was ranked number four. And Chris's wow. Top Bracket was number five. And then, of course, you know, I would have been right up there. However, here is one thing, though. At the beginning of this tournament, I made a bet with Mr. Rylan of Guys and Balls. Guys and Balls, which, of course, airs on the Fun Employment Radio Network at 7.30 p.m. on it, Tuesdays. Indeed. And we made a bet where it was the same bet we made last year where the loser would have to read something that the other one provides. Do a 30-second liner. Hmm. Well, it looks like to me that I finished a little bit ahead of Mr. Rylan. So... It may not be today's show. It may be next week's show that he'll have to do it. But I will be providing Rylan with a 30-second liner that you'll get to hear here on uh, Fun Employment Radio as well. Espousing, I'm sure, just uh, how incredible I am at, at picking things. I mean, I, I'm just going to write what I assume he would want to say. And so that's what Well, I'm yeah, doing. the things that he's already thinking anyway. Yes, indeed. Guys and balls, that is happening at 7.30 p.m. here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Did I say guys with balls? Did I say that? It's in the live chat. It's being questioned. Uh, I'm really did, saying a lot did, of things wrong. If you did, I missed wrong. it. Yeah. Guys and balls. All right. So anyway, there we go. Uh, finally in ball talk, we've got this. And it's just something. Uh, I wanted to play a song for Duke fans, you know, because Duke did win it. And I know that their fans, uh, of course, you know, love to hear uh, love to hear songs about their, about their team. Yeah. Everybody does. Except for the entire window that I had all those on just closed. So, we're not going to do it. All right, there we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Yeah. I feel like I made it through 50 minutes now. I'm fucking it up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut that out. Thank you, Tristan, for being down here today. Indeed. Thank you for having me. And, uh, and coming down and helping out. Tristan, when can people uh, find out about you? What, what would be the right way to get, right place to go? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Uh, It is just I don't know what's going on with my brain Well, Keelan and I are here on the network uh, Every Saturday, at least through the NBA season Uh, We take the summers off at uh, at noon Right after Chronicles of the Nerds And uh, you can follow us At uh, Rip City Bad Boys on Twitter Or like us on Facebook, please Rip City Bad Boys Yes, indeed Yes, indeed Awesome all right, and send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. I do want to just say how much I appreciate all of you. Sarah will be back tomorrow so she can run all the sounds and all that stuff. And uh, also on tomorrow's show, we will have a special guest, Danny Feltz. Danny Feltz, who will be joining us. And on top, <laughs> oh, yeah. in the chat. Yeah, I, I always forget this. And buy a T-shirt at RipCityBadBoys.com. RipCityBadBoys.com. Go and buy yourself a T-shirt. Indeed. Get one now. All right. <sighs> I, I, this is one of those shows where I know that I've talked for a long time, but I have no idea what I've said. And I wonder, I, sometimes don't I wonder. Even, don't even listen to it. Just walk right, just keep going. Just keep going. Yeah. Like, I wonder if, like, some sometimes maybe if there's something that I said that'll come back to haunt me, but You could I have, have no said idea something of. amazing. Yeah. Probably not. Probably. Probably not. Apparently I misspelled something, which I'm pretty good at spelling, and I fucked that up uh so yeah yeah it's it's been one of those uh one of those days tristan thank you so much for coming in thank you all right you guys are fantastic and coming up on the network later on today funemploymentradio.com of course where you can listen to everything on the network 6.99 a month the first week is free so subscribe that would be awesome if you did so thank you to tammy for subscribing back on uh guys and balls at 7 30 p.m 
Guys and Balls, 7.30 p.m. Thank you so much, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio.